Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Linda Ugolo, and on this show, I speak with women and a few cool dudes, all of them change makers, artists, healers, and entrepreneurs about how they put their dreams into action. And today, I'm excited to have on my show a brand PR strategist, Melanie Downey. Welcome. Hi, Linda. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really excited to have you here because what you do in your work is help people who I just described get the word out. Mm -hmm. So tell me, how did you get into this kind of work? Um, going way, way back, I studied journalism and um, realized that I hate writing all day long. So I thought, how can I transfer my skills? So I was still in college, and um, that's when I started my first PR agency, helping local businesses to work with uh, college students. And from there, it kind of snowballed. I started working in high-tech PR once I realized if you know anything about high-tech, which I did because I dated lots of engineers, <laughs> uh, you could pretty much get a job anywhere. And I uh, timed it great, so I, I worked with a lot of startups that were acquired by companies like Yahoo, and um, I worked for Monster.com. And um, Monster.com? Yep. Mm -hmm. I, Which is? Uh, an online job board, and I worked there in the late 90s, and I started their PR department, and um, within six months of working there, we had become the one of the top 20 websites in the world, and um, we were averaging about 10 billion press hits per month. Wow. So, um, it's uh, and that was like how many people in the on the team? Oh, we were you know, the PR team yes. was just me, and I had an assistant. No kidding. Yep. And um, Monster.com, the company, was at, at that point a couple hundred people, which were mostly salespeople. That's really impressive. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun because at the time I was in my twenties, and. Um, I would go to a conference and the VP of marketing from Coca-Cola would want to meet me and ask me all these questions about what I was doing. I was just a kid and I'd be like, you're the VP of Coca-Cola. <laughs> it, uh, it was a fun time. But, it um, sounds like it. So you've been working, is this what you're doing now? You're working for companies or what? Tell me about your work today. Yeah, so a few years ago I broke my back and um, was laid up for six months sitting on the couch because you can't move when you break your back. And uh, I had one of those soul-searching kind of six months. And I thought, you know what? I really want to be doing something where I'm going back to that startup feel and helping people kind of make their dreams come true. And I decided that I wanted to work with small businesses and uh, book authors and solo entrepreneurs who don't have big budgets for marketing but still want to be able to compete in the marketplace and um, that I wanted to help them with their branding and teach them how to do their own publicity without any budget. Wow. That's great. And here I am today. And here you are today. <laughs> so how long have you been doing this? Um, it's about two years now. Um, I started out just offering my services on an hourly basis to small business owners um, and people who were writing books who wanted help planning the books so that they would be able to market them better um, for fiction and nonfiction, believe it or not. Um, 
And about five months ago, I started an online class because I found two things that people didn't necessarily have the budget even to hire me at a greatly reduced rate. Uh, but they still wanted to learn the skills because they, as I would talk to them, they would say, this is stuff that I really should know and understand, even if I'm going to hire someone to outsource it. They're the foundation for the business that I should be making all my decisions with. So I started the publicity workshop, which the beta group is actually just finishing up now. And uh, members have had lots of publicity, TV, radio, uh, online stuff, magazine articles, newspaper articles, but because they're applying the public relations framework to their business, they've been able to get more money in sponsorships, make other partnerships, um, and grow their businesses just in you know less than half a year. Mm -hmm. So like at what stage of their business would, do you think this is important for a business owner or an entrepreneur or an artist? Well, it's always important to start thinking about how you're going to be talking about your business right at the start. And the first thing that I always teach people is to start with market research. And you do not have to hire anyone to do this. You don't have to spend a lot of money. All the information is right there for you. And it's so accessible. You can do it, do it in your pajamas at home which is what I do. <laughs> and, uh, is that a requirement to be in your pajamas? <laughs> it, you know, it helps, it helps to relax the mind. And if you start developing your business and your products and your services or whatever it is that you want to go forward with, if you know what people are, are actually looking for, not only does it help you to kind of adapt the framework of your business and whatever products and services you offer but it's also going to tell you how you need to be talking about those things and that's the piece that makes all the difference in the world. I think that was something that came as an epiphany for me as a an online entrepreneur mm -hmm. that I could talk to people who I knew already and even if they weren't my ideal clients I could I could pick their brains and get their opinions about what they think people would want and what kinds of things that they were concerned about and and then I had their language rather than me imagining who they were and what they wanted and needed yeah. and then creating something and saying here I created this I'm actually offering something that I know that people want. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, listening is a great skill to have and mm -hmm. great skill to develop. And you don't stop doing that, do you? It's not like you do it once. No, it's ongoing and it's something that people don't realize even with big businesses is the plans keep evolving and changing. So it's not like you have put together a plan and that's what you do for the next five years. In a large company, when you have a staff to do this, you might change your plan every quarter or every six months, especially if you're dealing with really big companies and investors are involved. But it's not that far off for a smaller company or a solo entrepreneur who's doing it themselves. The world's always changing. What was working for you in January might not work for you in July. And that goes for not only your messaging, but you know if you're doing Facebook ads or anything like that, people aren't necessarily who they were six months ago, and you need to keep those messages mm -hmm. always evolving. So what are specifically the kinds of things that you are teaching your customers or clients? Well, in the publicity workshop, I teach the 
the full process that you need to be able to create your own public relations campaign and brand campaign. So I always start with um, talking about mindset, first of all, and especially from a public relations point of view, because the idea is that you need to think of yourself as an expert or your company as an expert who can provide education and value to others. And something that I always find so strange is that I will sometimes work with people who've been doing something for 30 years and they say, oh, well, I don't know if I'm an expert. And I say, do people come to you and ask you for advice? Well, yeah. Do you give them advice? Yeah. Is it good advice? Well, yeah, I've been doing this for 30 years. So why do you think you're not an expert? And um, it, it's a gradual change, but once people really figure out that, wow, I have all of this value that I can give to people through communicating with them in, in whatever way, it really, their businesses start to take off and it kind of as a side effect, they, their personal confidence just continues to grow. Mm -hmm. So I teach uh, mindset, first of all, which is the most important factor. But then I also teach how to do the market research, how to find out what people are talking about, what they need, what little areas you might be able to say, well, I can help with that or I can help with that. Then I move on to teaching them journalistic ideas. So what would reporters be looking for? And I have a couple students who have actually told me that the module that I teach on that has changed their lives because they just see the world through a different lens now and it's impacted. Uh, I actually have one book author who uh, you know, has her book written, but she said, you know, after I did that module, I completely am rewriting the book. No kidding. And uh, I actually think it's gonna make a big difference wow. for, for her when she, when she completes her next book. But then, of course, I teach uh, how to develop pitches, how to find the appropriate media, how to find their contact information, what do you say to them, and then interviewing skills and then putting it all together in a plan so that they can continue with their PR efforts and not have to spend a whole lot of time on it and, and no money because publicity is free. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> In this day and age that we have this access to being heard wide, far and wide without having to pay for it. Yeah, and it's changed a lot in you know, the past 25 years because when I was just starting out, you really had to hire a PR agency because you didn't have access to all the reporter contact information and you had to send things over the newswire or fax things, mm -hmm. but now you can really you can get publicity for yourself without spending any money because everything that you need is right out there on the internet available to you while you're sitting at home in your pajamas. <laughs> so now we spend our money on getting help and learning how to use it. Mm -hmm. That's great. But it's a it's a life skill that yes. you'll have that in any job that you ever have in any new business that you have. And even if your business grows to the point where you can hire a $50,000 a month PR agency you'll understand what they should be doing and why they're doing the things that they do, mm -hmm. so you'll get better value out mm -hmm. of that relationship too. So what, what excites you most about the work? Um, well, I have uh, two students in particular that I just really, well actually three, three that I really, um, they just, they make my day. There's one, uh, his name is Tony Tenervia. He's a gentleman out in California 
At age 58, he was diagnosed with autism. Lived his whole life, never realized that there was, you know, that he had this. And someone gave him a book by, I think it was Temple Grandin. And um, in the book, it said that people with autism can be creative and invent things. So he thought, I'm autistic, why don't I invent something? So he invented a board game, and um, it's called Keys to the Capitals, and it's a, it's a really fun game. He actually he gave me a copy, and uh, I've been playing it with my family. But um, he, you know, I just met him. I haven't met him in person. We only have a, an online relationship. But he has had several magazine interviews, full page with photos, and he's had TV, and he's uh, signed a, I guess it would be a, he signed a deal with a board game distributor, and his game's gonna be in Target starting in September. Wow. So, so that their successes feel like you're a success. Too. Yeah, and ev every little step of the way, he was, you know, contacting me on Facebook and telling me about all the great things, and I could just feel the excitement, and it was just such a great feeling to be able to to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Even though technically he did everything himself, I just gave him a little bit of advice. Mm -hmm. But it was really great to see, like, just an individual person with such a great story have great things happen for them. Yeah. That must be really fulfilling. Yeah. So it sounds like you've had all these successes. Did you ever have any times where you felt like you, things weren't flowing, things weren't working? <laughs> that Is that a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day. Uh, that's normal for everyone, no matter who you are, no matter how successful you are. Every day you're kind of, am I doing the right thing? Is this ever going to work? You know, if I send this out, is anyone even going to read it? Does anyone even care? And then, you know, someone will send you an email and say that they appreciate you so much and the work you've done and uh, you've changed their life. And, and then you go, oh, yeah, okay, so I, I'll keep going forward. <laughs> mm -hmm. So for you, it may be like, not so much an event, but more breaking your back and being laid up for six months. But it's like the daily kind of like the self-doubts that come in that you... Yeah, to. I'm my own worst critic, mm -hmm. which I think is true for a lot of people. And um, I'm an introvert mm -hmm. at heart. So, you know, all that time that I spend alone telling myself that, you know, you should be 30 pounds thinner, you should be this, you should be this, and beating yourself up, um, which is... So how do you help yourself when you fall into it? Because that is something that's really common. Yeah. So. I just try and take a step back and just remind myself that everything that I'm thinking, everyone else in the world is thinking too, and the only thing that you can do is keep going forward. So what's the, what's the adage? Two steps backwards, half a step forward two more backwards, three more backwards, one step forward. So you gotta just keep baby steps. Mm -hmm. And enjoying what you're doing, it mm -hmm. sounds like. And I do, I am so happy that I had 
broken my back and decided that I was going to start working with small business owners and entrepreneurs because it's it's just I feel very fulfilled mm -hmm. although I guess that probably sounds trite but I am very appreciative of my students and um, the work that they're doing and seeing their progress and um, I feel like this is this is my new path and this is what I was meant to do. Mm -hmm. So have you done other work as well? Or has it always been? Aside know, from branding. public relations? Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, yes, I owned a small business uh, about, I guess it was seven years ago now. Uh, terrible with time. Uh, I will probably look back at my calendar and go, that's way off. But I owned a small business, is called Wolava, and I made homemade soaps and lotions out of my home laboratory, which used to be my dining room. <laughs> and uh, it actually, it started because my daughter had really bad eczema and I couldn't find anything that worked for her, so I just started reading dermatology journals and holistic nursing journals and came up with some formulas and they worked. And then I had extra stuff, so I would give them out. And then people started saying, like, oh, my mother-in-law wants some. How much? And I would think, you want to buy it? Um, but the business grew, and uh, I started wholesaling and filling all the orders. And I was super busy. Did my own public relations, which I loved. Uh, got in the New York Times. I was in a couple magazines. I had the full full page photo spread oh. and friends from college would call and be like, oh, I, I opened up this magazine and Bruno's the full wow. page, <laughs> which is always exciting because as a PR person, I was always promoting other people's businesses. Mm -hmm. So it was fun to do my own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But essentially I ended that because my kids felt that they needed more mom time and I figured they were only home for a few more years, so I should probably focus back on them. Mm -hmm. So doing the work, the PR work now, doesn't take the same amount of time, or you're able to... Mm -hmm. I mean, well, now they're teenagers. Oh, so, okay, <laughs> so that makes the difference. Now they're teenagers, and uh, they're, they're doing their own thing, and so now it's really, it was a need for me to, okay, I need to fill this time. Do I go back to work in a big corporation? Which is great. Uh, but I really I love working with the small business owners and people so who are doing their what own about thing. the lotions and the are did it just disappear did you sell it or what happened I did I sold off bits and pieces of the business and I still actually make a lot of the products for myself and my family and whoever asks me but the whole retail thing and filling and shipping orders it was just um, it was very time intensive, mm -hmm. especially in the winter and Christmas time, which is the time that I wanted to just be kicking back with my family. And that's when business was biggest. Yeah. And so I actually feel like I'm spending more time developing the class and working one-on-one -on -one with the students, but it's a different way. It's, it's not, I need to ship this out tonight because, you know, they paid for two-day shipping. Mm -hmm. It's more of someone calls and they need help, and I just give them that help. Mm -hmm. So it feels like it fits into your lifestyle better. Yeah, and it's just, it's a different time in my life, and mm -hmm. now I'm moving on to the second phase of my life. 
So what do you see going forward? What do you, do you have any plans for anything new, other courses, other kind of, like how, how do you see your business growing? Um, I'm going to keep uh, with the publicity workshop and I'll probably run two, co two cohorts a year. And one probably starting in January and then one starting in the summer. And in between I do little workshops on creativity or developing an editorial calendar for your blog, um, teaching different concepts about developing ideas for new products and things like that. But those kind of come along as people are asking for them. So I'm actually getting ready to start the next cohort for the publicity workshop probably in June once this one ties up. So. Mm -hmm. so do you feel, would you say that you feel successful as an entrepreneur? Do you feel like, what's your definition of success? And <laughs> Well, the definition of success is different for everyone. And right now, like I said, I just, I feel so fulfilled just because I'm able to help other people reach their dreams. And the class itself is successful because people are getting the publicity they want, they're making more money, they're seeing all these things happen. But the bottom line for me is that I wake up every day, I'm excited to see what I have in my email inbox and see who needs help and how I can help them. And um, that's really kind of the thing that is keeping me going. Yeah, it's great. So it's like you're on this new entrepreneurial journey. Mm -hmm. So what would, like, if there were people listening who were thinking that they wanted to get going on their entrepreneurial journey, and maybe they have life skills mm -hmm. or work skills that they have, what kind of advice would you give them? I would tell them to start looking at the market and see what people are looking for. Um, I can give a quick tip. If sure, that's okay. Um, something that I tell people to start off with is to look on Quora. Q-U-O-R-A.com. And it's basically a question and answer site. So anyone can go on, open account, it's totally free, and type in any question. So if you were looking to start a skincare line, you would say, you know, what do people look for in a skincare line? And then anyone else in the core community will answer that question. And it, they'll say what makes them qualified to answer that. So either they're a dermatologist or a skincare specialist or a parent or whatever and they answer these questions and you get to find out what they're looking for in their own words and know who they are demographic wise so you get an idea of who you might be able to sell your products to mm -hmm. and that is the number one tool that I tell people do this first when mm -hmm. you're starting your market research because it'll give you everything that you need and it's free and it is really easy to do. So it's interesting because, I mean, we alluded to this earlier on that, you know, a lot of times we think, well, let me look at what I'm good at and that's what I'll do. I'll try to do that. But you're actually saying that's not the whole picture. You're saying that you have these skills, but how can you serve other people? Mm -hmm. it, it's a little bit of everything because you could be good at something and people just might not want to know about it. But there may be some way that you can find how to meld what you're good at 
with what people are looking for and maybe it's not the first idea that you came up with but it's kind of meeting in the middle. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just a variation of who an audience might be. Maybe you think that you're selling to parents but you're actually selling to doctors. Ah, uh -huh. uh, but you could find that out through your market research. Uh -huh. That's cool. Well, I have a little box here and I call it a wild card pick and I'd love for you to pick a card and just riff on what it means to you in terms of your business, or your life. Okay, I have acceptance. So I guess this is, is pretty appropriate because one of the biggest things with either starting a new business or I guess most importantly putting yourself out there and having that kind of vulnerability is just being able to accept not only who you are and what you have to give other people, but also what other people are willing to give you back. And some people will almost hesitate and say, well, I don't know if I'm ready to take your money or I don't know if I'm ready to be on your TV show. But when people are giving you these opportunities, you need to accept them and then just whatever happens, have total acceptance that that's just where it is in that moment. That's great. So that when to be open to the opportunities as they happen, mm -hmm. to say yes. <laughs> That's great. I love that. So how can people find you? And I think you have a special gift for people. Yeah, people can go to my website, which is melaniedowney.com, uh, Downey with an E-Y. And on there, you can find all of my articles that I've written with different things like how do you develop your elevator pitch, different marketing ideas that people can use. And they also will have access to my free ebook, which is the Entre Entrepreneur's Easy Quick Start Guide to Getting Publicity, which is a three-step process on teaching you the fastest way to get yourself in the press. And I've had lots of people who've downloaded this book and email me a week later and say they've already got a oh newspaper interview or a magazine interview. So it really works. That's a wonderful gift. Thank mm. you so much. <laughs> and we'll also put it into the show notes. Great, thanks. Well, this has been great. I've just loved hearing about the work that you do, helping other people spread their message and do their imp important work. And that's, it's skills, like you say, it's a life skill mm -hmm. that everybody can develop and have to make life better. Great, thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for joining us on Women Inspired and please tune into the next episode to see other great stories and things that people are doing creatively to make the world a better place. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts. Music courtesy of Sheik Gamin. If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at www.lindayugalo.com forward slash TV.